0: End of the line. Episode 15. Maxine. <sighs> she asked if I was her real mum. Not Alice, obviously. She finally nodded off four stops ago. Now, more importantly, can you imagine if those had been her first words? Damn! No, someone's Aunt Gladys or something. Oh, I don't know. We didn't exactly exchange information before she boxed me in. Oh, look, I'm really sorry, but she's conked out and I'm effed off. So, Can you just call me because I really need to have this out, please? I love you. Call me when you get this. Oh, it's like this, right? I don't mind people when people coo over her. I mean, she's freaking adorable. <laughs> we made an adorable baby, of course. People should be cooing over her, but... It, It's just that things always start to go south the minute the Aunt Gladyses of the world get involved because they always seem to take it upon themselves to comment on how proud my husband must be. Which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, fine. It's not a big deal. I mean, you shouldn't just assume, but that's fine. Easily corrected. Of course, my wife and I are very proud. No problem. Except the thing is, now we're stuck... Because there's really only two ways for this to go. Option one, she apologises for making assumptions and we all move on with our day, which never happens, pretty much never, whatever. That leaves us with option number two, she asks what she asks. What everyone always asks, without blinking, without a second's hesitation, no thoughts, no filter, just... So which one of you is the real mum then? Yeah. You want to sit with that one for a minute? Because I'll let you. Sad? Great. Now you can tell me why it is that no one ever seems to think that's a completely stupid question to be asking a couple of lesbians. And before you say anything else, it is a stupid question. Contrary to popular belief, there are heaps of them. We really need to stop telling people that there aren't. And don't get me wrong, I know exactly what's got her all confused. Two women, zero men. I mean, I may be gay, but even I can tell that math's never going to add up. (laughs) So how could it possibly work, right? Was it some sort of immaculate conception? Or are we mutants or freaks of nature? Obviously, I'm not stupid enough to actually ask for anyone's two cents on that particular question. Though you best believe the second Professor X gives me a call, I'm shipping us off to live in that mansion. All I'm saying is, I get it. I mean, they've got to ask, don't they? Or actually, scratch that. They've got a right to ask. They aren't Gladyses of the world. Freedom of speech, harmless curiosity, all that good stuff. No offense meant. I mean, hell, they're just asking. Boy, you really can get away with anything if you frame it like that, huh? Like it's nothing. No big deal. You're just asking, just itching for a little peek into our personal lives, more like. A glimpse under the hood. Not like it's an invasion of my personal space whenever some weirdo is just asking to cosy up to me on an empty bus. Not like it was totally demeaning that time those creeps were just asking to play a little game of piggy in the middle with us so we could all stay warm on the platform. Not like it's completely stomach-churning when they ask me to kiss you for them. Just a little kiss. Just one. Just asking for a nice little show to fuel your raging hard-on. No. No, they ask like they're owed the answers. The go-ahead, the green light. Believe me, they're not. Anyway, back to the question at hand. Which one of us holds the coveted title of Real Mum? Well... According to her birth certificate, that's something we get to share. But if we're being honest with ourselves, we've not really settled on what we want her to call us yet. I mean, we both know I've been gunning for Marmy since I read Little Women in Year 10, but whatever. Who cares, right? That's not what she meant when she asked. It's not what mattered to her, not the answer she was really digging for. No, the only thing that matters to people like that is which of our vaginas she emerged from. Am I right? They just have to know, don't they? It's not immediately obvious, and that's more than enough to make them uncomfortable, and we wouldn't want anyone to be feeling uncomfortable. No, it can't possibly be having that. <laughs> please, please define your roles for me. Which one's the mother? Which is the father? Who wears the pants in the relationship? Who straps it on in bed? Pretty please with a big fat cherry on top? I, I just have to know... Well, funnily enough, there's something I have to know too. Why? Why in the hell does it even matter? I mean, what the fuck is it going to change for them anyway? It's not like telling them any of this is going to change straight facts. Excuse the irony. Fact, I'm her parent. Fact the second, I'm a parent who is a woman, which by definition makes me a mother. Fact the third, since I'm raising her with my wife, who is also, brace yourself for this one, a woman, our daughter will inevitably end up with two of those. Right? Right, and sure, they can try and fight me with their logic all they want. Bring up the fact that technically only one of us could have grown her inside of our bodies and pushed her out afterwards, but I will raise you this. Who gives a damn? Why should it matter which of us fulfilled our biological responsibility to birth a child? And honestly, I want to know. Like like an actual answer, though, not one of those bullshit, splattery nonsensisms. And why is it some rando's Aunt Gladys should get to determine our individual worth in this partnership, this parentage, based on this one thing? I mean, is biology the only thing that can qualify someone for being a mother? A real mother? Real? As if the other person doesn't exist? As if they don't... matter? At all? Is it... is it easier for them, do you reckon, if we don't? Is it? Is it more palatable to the outside world to think of our little family as one woman, her child and the anonymous stranger who wanked off into a cup? I reckon it is. But then what, what happens if, if things are a bit more complicated than that? What if we'd have chosen to grow her from one of my eggs in your womb? How does that fit into that perfect binary of options? Or, or or, get this, what if, hypothetically speaking, there hadn't been any men involved at all? I know, curveball, and yeah, I know, we're not there yet. Nowhere near, by any means. But hey, bone marrow babies are the future! Maybe. I'm guessing it'd be a lot harder to push that whole real mother agenda if I'd actually been able to take an active part in her conception. Isn't science fun? But until such a blessed day is upon us, I'm stuck fielding dumbass questions like this day in and day out and just wishing that curiosity would just do its job and kill the damn cat already because honestly, I'm tired. I'm so sick and tired of it. I mean, aren't you? The same questions over and over and over again like a broken fucking record. And it's not just the questions either, it's the solutions they feel the need to provide. As if it would even it out if we were to take turns carrying hers and hers babies. No chance for resentment if we each had our own shot at real motherhood. One, that is crap. A baby is not relationship glue. And two, little does Gladys know that this is exactly how we wanted it. Your egg, your womb, some carefully selected donor sperm, and voila! World's most adorable baby. Doesn't mean it's not going to piss me and you off when you boil down my role to that of the other mother. No, no! We will never call me that again. God. Makes me sound like I have goddamn buttons for eyes. You see, this is why it's such a stupid question, because now I'm the one who's uncomfortable. And come on, really, how is that fair? I mean, they're the ones prying, making my personal life, our personal lives into their business. Making the open fucking air feel as claustrophobic as that damn bus, and I'm the one who ends up feeling uncomfortable. Christ. At least I get some peace in the knowledge that there's at least some mutual discomfort. Right? I mean, there's got to be. Why else would anyone be wasting precious minutes out of their day to interrogate me about the validity of my motherhood? Seriously. I mean, God help me if I dare to defy the qualifications for the position of real mum. How could my lowly, non-genetic contribution to raising a child possibly be real enough when compared with the woman who carried and birthed her? Yeah, fuck that! I am just as real a mother. Biology be damned. Maybe not to people like that, but really, who gives a damn what they think anyway? It's what she thinks that's going to matter. And they're more than welcome to ask her In fact, from here on out, all bullshit real mum questions shall be forwarded directly to Alice. Granted, right now she's unlikely to be particularly forthcoming on any particular stance, given that she's only just about grasped the concept of babbling, but just give her a couple of years, she'll get around to it. Oh, and hey, there she is. Welcome back, sleepyhead. Don't you mind me? Your mum's just been in a bit of a tizzy, but... It's all okay now. Oh, I'm right on cue. Hey, Kate. No, no, I'll save you the trouble. We're okay. It's it's all good. It's good. Just a stupid little question. Nothing I can't handle. You say this is the end of the line. Didn't you know? Maxine was played by Hannah Genasius. The episode was written by Emily Morgan and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Production support by Lynn McConway. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Sound Company in London and edited by Pocket Blockbuster. The End of the Line is an ink jockey production. But this is